because those little texts they they mean a lot more than than maybe somebody who doesn't who doesn't really think it's a big deal. But when it's when it's you receiving those texts, and it's not even just football; it's life. You know, um, you know, if you're doing something good and you get acknowledged for it, whether it's big or small, you know, that feels good too, and it, it's going to propel you to do more in that next setting, in that next meeting, in that next game, whatever it is. Welcome to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we give you unparalleled access to the University of Indianapolis Sport Management Program, which is located within the amateur sports capital of the world. Through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors, listeners will gain information that can't be received by visiting a website or even touring a campus. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things sport management. So today we are joined by UND alumni Reese Horn, who is a professional football player. He's played in both the NFL and the XFL leagues as a wide receiver. He graduated from UND in December of 2015 and has been following his dream of playing ever since then. If you get the chance, if you're listening, I encourage you to check out the UND athletics website and see Reese's bio for his stats. Um, I did that before this interview and like I'd even had a class with him and heard he was good but I had never looked at his stats so it's definitely worth looking at so we appreciate you taking the time and joining us today we're hoping to talk to professional athletes and just better understand like the role that agents play and people that they surround themselves with professionally because many students and current and incoming they want to be agents, and like me, most of my knowledge is from the HBO show Ballers. Uh, so really just wanted to uh, thank you for coming and look forward to these five questions that we got on here. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me, Cody. It's an honor to be here, and uh, I'm excited to have a nice little conversation and and uh, hopefully give the viewers and yourself and myself to learn a few things um, throughout it all. So excited to be here, though. So first off, you just announced on your Instagram page yesterday about a new partnership deal that you struck with a whey protein company and their product. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you maybe just talk about that? Because I think that's a great reel into the rest of these conversations and like how deals like that come to be. Yeah. So the partnership that I just uh, came about, um, it's You Can't Beam Nutrition. So um, it's just B-E-A-M. And uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a, not a long story, but uh, one of my friends out in Denver, uh, she kind of was talking to me about it too. And then long story short, got in touch with, with the uh, upper management with Beam. And we just had, we had a few good conversations spanning over probably a week, week and a half. And um, I just love their culture. I, I love their why, kind of how they created this company. They're based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Mike, who is the CEO, he, he's got a cred- an incredible story and I kind of just, I could relate to him on not his personal story. I won't tell that, but he, he's gone through a lot and um, other things in his life I could relate to too. And then just the other people in the company I was talking to as well, uh, you know, just like-minded individuals, you know, I like to just keep chasing greatness. And, uh, and, lo- and last but not least, what I was saying on my Instagram was just how the products, they just tasted phenomenal, man. I've, I've had uh, my fair share of clean, healthy products, but these kind of just taste different too. So when they actually taste good at the end of the day and they're good for you and they're clean, 
uh, um, it's it's an easy um, yes to stand behind too. And, and especially when you're working with great people who see what you see and you surround yourself with good individuals too, it, it's a win-win for everybody. That's something that I was going to say, because like when you're, you know, like a spectator or a viewer that just following you or any athlete and you see something mm -hmm. like that, we're like, we wouldn't care if it tastes like crap. Like we would take, <laughs> we would sign a deal. So is that something that is important to you personally? Because uh, your caption too said like it was a mission you could get behind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not just for myself, but to help, you know, anybody that I can personally too. I love helping individuals. I love, you know, seeing people succeed and, and chase goals, whether that be, you know, working out, whether that be, you know, working, whatever it is, athletic wise too, obviously, you know, I've had a little bit of success with, with the athletic background too. So any way that I can just help input. Um, and like I said, with this company too, it gives a good platform and kind of shows and gives credibility because I'm just one athlete that represents this company. You know, there, there's a handful of us that are across the nation that work with Beam too, and their mission statement is great. And um, it, so I'm excited to be with them too. And just kind of, um, it's a great way to start the new year out right on a positive note because 2020 obviously was a roller coaster in itself. So I, I'm excited to not, not just for myself, but to help others too. And I think that's what this country needs and I'll just leave it at that, just to keep helping others too. So um, yeah, it's my mission to help as much as I can, big or small, and, and we'll keep it rolling. So going down those questions I sent you, mm -hmm. I'm curious, like from your perspective, coming you know, from a division two school and working like you have to get where you are and then the league mm -hmm. gets shut down last year. Um, right. In terms of when you first got started and you were looking for an agent what are there certain like qualifications that athletes look for in that scenario or or is it more like a personality feel with someone or a combination of both yeah so i came out like you said in uh the december of 2015 going into 16 and timing wise it kind of just made sense and it fit well with my agenda too i went right into training at st vincent sports performance right there in indianapolis um, you know, they're on the top of Bankers Life Fieldhouse right there in downtown Indy. And then they also have a location on the north side in Clay Terrace Mall up in Carmel. And so we were split back and forth to that. But um, yeah, my, my agent actually reached out to me before I even graduated, too. And, and he his name is uh, Justin Ferris. He's an Indianapolis uh, local. And I had a few other agents reach out to probably total was probably around five or six. But um, with me personally, I can't speak for any other athlete and hopefully athletes in college that are going to be in this position can can take a little bit away from what I'm about to say and hopefully, you know, use it to their advantage, too. But uh, for me, I wanted somebody that was actually in the city and where I'm from and where I'm training to, because it's one thing to talk to somebody on the phone or a FaceTime, too. But when you're physically um, getting those interactions in person with your agent too. You can really one, tell their, their body language, tell their tone and their demeanor, kind of how, how they are working for you as well. Um, I'm sure we've all heard stories about agents saying that they're not working for you or they are working for you. But at the end of the day, you can probably tell a lot better in person, whether that be um, rather than a phone call too. So um, it, it was just exciting for me to talk to my agent, Justin, in person kind of get a feel for things on, on what teams might be interested, um, what's a good fit, and kind of just be in the trenches day in and day out. Not really day in and day out. I wouldn't see them every day, but um, I think you know what I mean when just, you know, seeing seeing somebody who who's trying to help build your future up 
it's way more important to have them in person than than not at the end of the day. So while you're you know busy training, whether you're in the weight room or like you're in a mm-hmm. season, what are some tasks that an agent like would be working on or that projects you guys would be working towards? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, just really. Let's let's take it from the off season too. Not even going into season yet too. Um, for myself, that your agent really wants to see what, where's the best fit for for you personally as an athlete and as a person. Maybe one team needs, say, you're a tight end, for example, and one team only has one or two tight ends. They they need their their need is better than maybe some team that has five tight ends already, for example, too. So um, kind of where the, where you see yourself, where the numbers are limited and then also where the the coaching style fits in what kind of offense because I'm an offensive guy obviously I'm a wide receiver too I can't speak for defensive guys but I've been around enough football players in my in, over my years and seasons too where I can kind of relate to a certain extent um, obviously with receivers I can relate 120 percent but um, you want to go where one the offense is is you know well diverse two where they're the good culture you know the head coach and obviously where um, a team gives you an opportunity at the end of the day, because in some cases myself, I was a small division two guy. It's not like I had, uh, you know, 20 teams to choose from. And and three, you want to go where you will have the best chance to succeed and sign a contract. And that just comes from a number standpoint. And that comes from your work ethic. That comes from what you're doing three months prior to where you get into before you get into, you know, OTAs or on field activities, rolling into camp. So it's it, a lot of things kind of vary in, but at the end of the day, it, like I said, it's where your agent and yourself, you guys both sit down, you, you analyze the numbers, you analyze each team and you go where the best fit for you is, you know, wholeheartedly all around. So this is kind of like a fan question. Does the interaction or the communication between like you and your agent, does it vary depending on like what time of the year it is? Like, I guess mm-hmm. like in the season, do they does he call you after a game and say that he saw that or? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's probably not every game, but um, it's more times than not. It's probably at least 90% because he's got a life too. And he's also managing, you know, other athletes too. Yeah. So he might not be able to catch a game, whether that if he's at another game in person or, or just, you know, scouting for the next class coming in, because at the end of the day, it's a business too. But um I'm just speaking for myself. Justin did a, you know, and he does a great job with, with reaching out in past seasons. Uh, you know, if I had a great game or, or this and that, he'd be one of the first guys to hit me up and be like, dude, man, can, you know, congrats, keep rolling. Don't be satisfied ever. Let's just keep stacking on what you've been building, man. So um, it's definitely good to, you know, see a little acknowledgement from somebody from day one, who's really seen a lot of potential in you and invested a lot and, and kind of just is, has been in your corner for so long too. So, um, yeah, he, he's definitely hit me up in past games, and I couldn't be more thankful for that, too, um, because those little texts, they, they mean a lot more than than maybe somebody who doesn't who doesn't really think it's a big deal. But when it's when it's you receiving those texts and it's not even just football, it's life. You know, um, you know, if you're doing something good and you get acknowledged for it, whether it's big or small, you know, that feels good, too. And it's going to propel you to do more in that next setting, in that next meeting, in that next game, whatever it is. So, yeah, we, we have a great relationship and. I'm uh, very thankful for what my agent Justin has done for me in the past and what he's uh, he's been doing up until this point. So that next question you kind of answered, so I'm going to alter it a bit. Um, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you know 
this player, but do you know Cole Toner? He played at Roncalli High School. Yeah. Okay. Of course I do. He big Cole. Um, if he if he listens to this, his uh, he's a big music guy, and uh, he uh, and we would train at St. Vincent's quite a bit. And he, yeah, I was be, gonna say because he was uh, on for an episode yesterday. Uh, I reached out nice. to him on Facebook. Um, yeah. And I haven't edited it yet, but he said St. Vincent, so it was around the same time. So I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. So he actually, we were in the same class for uh, coming out pro day, um, pre combine NFL training back in 2016. So uh, Cole is a great guy. Obviously, I'm a Cathedral grad. He went to Roncalli. That that rivalry goes back, you know, decades on decades. But um, at the end of the day, Cole is such a great you know guy. He's an even better person than he is athlete. He's a phenomenal athlete. But uh, we got pretty cool and still talk every now and then to this day too. But I love seeing him succeed in the league. And, um, and, uh, he's a big music guy, like I said. So, um, you're going to, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but he, he's a, he's, he's a good music guy. So I, uh, the way I came up on him, um, I'm friends, someone that I know graduated from Ron Colley in 14 and I just saw a mutual fans thing on Facebook and in occupation, it said NFL player. And I was like, what? And then I messaged him. Um, but yeah, his profile picture is like him drumming it up. And that was something I totally forgot to ask him because I was curious about that. But uh, he, I had this question for him. And I'm curious because you posted something on your Instagram. I think it was today that uh, reminded me of it. So I asked Cole if after a playing career, if he saw the need for an agent. Because I think sometimes, like, mm-hmm. personally and I don't know if it's a wrong frame of thought. I look at an agent and I think like it, it feels like from an outsider that an agent could also like double as your financial supervisor or your mm-hmm. whatever, ha- handle your daily agenda. So I asked Cole if he thought life after football, whatever he pursued, if he would still need an agent and he was saying it depended on what he, like what he pursued. Um, right. And I saw on your Instagram, you posted mm-hmm. It was a book you read, and then the next book mm-hmm. you're going to read, and it was real estate, yeah, yes. which yeah. I'm super nerdy, so I thought that was cool because I read business books right. too. So I'm just curious because I know that you guys are young and in your careers, but mm-hmm. do you could start building, like setting yourself up for success after football right now, and does mm-hmm. your agent play a role in that now, or will they in the future? I'm just curious. Um, yeah, so I'm actually – I've been diving into real estate um, – I heard the quote when when quarantine started that if you don't come out with a new skill set, um, then you're not doing you're doing something wrong. Or you're not doing something right. Um, so I, I you know obviously with XFL down here in Tampa, we're week five out in LA playing the Wildcats, and then we're coming back you know ready to host St. Louis at Raymond James down here for week six, and then we we get the call on that Thursday basically saying that the league is postponed. And the XFL, for those who don't know or didn't really follow, we were one of the last professional leagues to shut yeah. down too. So, you know, NHL, you know, NBA, all those were the first to go. But, yeah, so uh, for me, uh, my agent did not really help me with the real estate idea. Um, I haven't really talked to him yet about that, but um, I kind of just – it was a project and, and kind of avenue I wanted to create off the field too because at the end of the day – um, you know, you, you got to have, uh, you know, something to do in, in the off season and in your spare time too. And I, and I thought I've heard a lot of guys that are, that play sports and girls for that matter as well, that, um, they, they turned their attention to real estate too, because, um, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's sales, but it, it, there's a lot of flexibility with our schedules and 
you can be very successful in it too. Um, you know, if you know the right people and obviously if you just, if you just buckle down and do your thing like anything else in life. But, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been reading up on real estate. Um, I'm taking my state test here in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited for that, um, for down here in Florida and, uh, hopefully, yeah, like get that rolling. And then when the season rolls around this, this next season, uh, with XFL, then, you know, hopefully that that's rolling too. So we don't have to worry too much about it, but, uh, when, when the need is obviously I'll be there for it. So. Wait, so is the XFL, did you just say it's starting back? Yeah, so obviously, um, well, for those who don't know, The, the Rock actually bought yeah. the XFL League. Yeah, so in 2022, but based on what I went through last XFL season too, there's a lot that goes into it from a coach's perspective, um, a player's perspective, and a front office perspective too. So there's a lot going on in the background too to really restart and re-kick up a professional league too. So um, I'd probably I'd probably go as to say that in summertime here in a few months that we'll really start hearing some things and getting some dates locked down and then and going from there. Okay, because I knew The Rock bought it, but I hadn't heard like the return timetable. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get to that last question, um, I want to ask, just as like a fan, when you were in the XFL games, did you watch yep. yours or other games? Because personally, I'm not a huge NFL fan. I like college football. Okay. I think it's more explosive. Um, but I love the XFL games. Like you could hear the coaches talking and just like the more yeah, mic'd yeah. up. And I remember thinking it was the weirdest thing. That one of the first games that first weekend, they were interviewing a player like right before kickoff. And I was like, why does this look so weird? And I realized I've never seen a football player interview like with their helmet on before because they don't do that. Yeah, uh, right. So I'm just curious, like from your perspective as a player, was it interesting being part of something that was really unique? Yeah, I loved being one of the because obviously the XFL started back in 2001, uh, wasn't really successful. And then it got brought back uh, last year and it was successful, too. But then obviously COVID kind of halted things. But. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely new, but again, love being the pioneer really for that, you know, this day and age football too. And you know, the XFL is a great product. I heard from yourself and then a bunch of others who, you know, they enjoyed watching the games, they enjoyed seeing that access. And it, it, and the one thing that I personally loved was it was so fan oriented, and the fans were so much a part of it too because you really got to hear, you know, so and so scores a touchdown, boom, you're back on the bench, and you immediately have a microphone shoved in your face, getting interviewed too. And but that's just you, you just hear the authentic and, and the raw emotions of that player, who, whoever it was, you know, their reaction to it and, and their juice and their drive to and whatever they're saying and, and just bringing a, a big new flavor and a new level, I guess, to professional sports. And I, and I just thought it was really cool too, seeing my teammates, you know, get interviewed. And then um, I was fortunate enough to score a touchdown. Um, shout out to my boy, Taylor Cornelius, Oklahoma State grad, who was our quarterback. He threw a great ball. And we were able to connect. Um, and yeah, when I was right back to the bench, you had the cameras right there and the guy was, the, you know, about to interview and then another play happened too. So yeah, it was, it, it's, a, it's a new thing you got to get used to, but as being a professional and you just got to handle it and you just got to keep rolling with it too. So I liked it personally. I thought it was great. And I hope that they continue to do so next season. Sorry, this is the last question that's off topic. No, um, no, you're good. You're good. Do you think, so... Like we said, you know, UND is Division Two, small university. Do you think that with an additional league that like rivals or complements, however you look at the NFL, that that will maybe give guys 
that you know came out of your shoes uh, more opportunities yeah absolutely um again can't speak for anything else or anybody else but i think that having a league like this because there's so many great athletes out there there's so many great football players out there that just for some reason don't make an nfl roster or don't get into a camp but that are still good enough to play professionally too and i think the xfl is a great platform for that i've seen it obviously firsthand and like i said we had a great product we had you know, countless guys from from every team get signed to NFL teams too, and there's still obviously a few that are playing or just finished their seasons this this current season too. So, um, like I said, it was, it's a great product. A lot of great athletes out there too. Um, excited to see guys, you know, hopefully continue playing and maybe get another contract with the NFL too. So, um, yeah, definitely for smaller school guys, this is a great avenue too. But you know, I've told athletes because I've, I heard it myself when I first came out of college that if you're good enough, they'll find you. It doesn't matter what school you go to. So um, that's, you know, each team, each NFL team and each XFL team, too. They have their scouting department, too, and they're constantly going through databases and film and this and that to to find the best players for their team. And it's it's a lot of it's physical, natural ability, but they also want to see what kind of character you are and kind of person you are off the field, too. Are you going to represent your team? well you're not going to have any issues in the news or you know just any things that are going to make your team your players your your teammates your coaches your staff your front office people and your owner of your team and your and your president look bad so um yeah just again i know i'm kind of kind of getting energized and, and juiced up but it's you know i've been through it all and i've seen it all both good and bad and um you know it, it's just uh it's exciting too new year um let's we're putting 2020 in the past and we're rolling too. So I'm excited to see what um, the XFL personally has in store. I know the rock was saying 2020 kind of has the year was as was closing up to that, that there should be a lot of cool announcements in the next few months too. So yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what they have in store, but um, living down here in Tampa, Florida training and, um, and just getting after it. So my final question um, is back on track. If yeah, you, if you were talking to a, a college graduate coming out and they were interested in being pursuing the sports agent as a career, what would be your like big piece of advice for them? Yeah. So are you talking from a football, like to a football player getting an agent or actually being an agent themselves? Either. I guess I didn't think yeah. of the football player getting an agent. Yeah. Either is helpful. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll, uh, let's tackle that. Foot, uh, the football player getting an agent too. I mean, like I said, you want to see first and foremost, like, does he rep? Does that agent, male or female, represent other athletes too? Kind of see like what kind of credibility they have, what agency they might be working with, or other agents that they work with as well. And then, how hard and willing are they going to push your film out there and put you on a pedestal in a sense to sell you to teams to help have them sign you? draft you bring you in for workouts or anything that relates to those two because at the end of the day your agent is the middleman to get you into the you know the front offices the locker room of an nfl team or an xfl team because that's they have so many more connections that you as an athlete coming out of fresh out of college probably do not have unless you just know a guy you know what i mean but that's probably pretty pretty slim or if you have coaches that are coaching in the nfl or xfl um, that obviously helps too, but um, speaking on my behalf, I did not know anybody in the NFL and the XFL wasn't a thought back in 2015, 2016, so um, I didn't know. So I did my homework, signed with a guy who 
you know, you just kind of have your gut feeling. And, and he turned out to be a great asset to my life with my football career and also just a person off the field as well. Um, as far as being an agent, I would network with people wherever, whatever city you're in. Like I said, do your homework, kind of see what other sports agents are maybe in your area or in your, you know, if you know, have a family friend or a friend that knows a guy or knows a girl, uh, maybe shadow them for a day or two, kind of see what their day in the life of. I know maybe with COVID still going on right now, that might not be, so you might have to go virtual. But uh, like I said, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I think a sports agent would be a great one because at, there's athletes constantly coming out of college, constantly looking for guys um, to be represented. And I think both of those avenues, both as a football player and an actual sports agent, are very, very critical to both of their successes too. Because as an agent, you want athletes to – you want to represent athletes so you can show other people, hey, this is my work. This is who I represent. They're doing this in the XFL or the NFL. And as an athlete, you want an agent who also represents other athletes, too, and who really gets you in the door with, let's say, you know, with the Broncos, Colts, you know, Vipers down here at the XFL in Tampa. You know what I mean? So both, you know, I, like I said, Great avenues just comes down to networking, doing your job right, and uh, like I said, if you're good enough, they will find. So, the last point: Do you could you see yourself doing that in the future, becoming an agent, or no? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely could. Uh, it's, de it's definitely not off the table too. I've been I've been kind of taking notes how my agent has handled me and kind of his background and kind of how his upbringing was. I think you'd have to have a maybe a law degree. Don't don't quote me on that to have to be an official sports agent too but uh to some level i want to say but again don't quote me on that uh but yeah I, I could definitely see myself staying around the that avenue as well and, and representing athletes too because at the end of the day it's a networking business too i love to talk to people i love to listen to people more importantly and, and the game of football has embedded in me i've been playing it since i was third grade so and my whole family's very very football oriented as well so um just uh you know there's there's endless options too let's just say that believe that is really all the questions that i had prepared thanks for answering some of those off the cuff yeah. questions it's all good man uh, gotta adjust yeah thanks for taking the time and maybe in a few years they were talking before the covid shutdown about an mm -hmm. xfl video game maybe we see reese Warren right. on the cover of <laughs> the ps5 xfl game so right yeah that's a goal man that'd, that'd um, be something too I, I want to tell you this, too. So, like I said, we were on campus at the same time. And yep. the like one of the reasons I reached out to you was because jocks at like, any university can get a bad rep for their attitude and stuff. And I remember one time I was walking, I don't even, uh, over to Ruth Lilly, I think. And we, like, crossed yep. paths in the, uh, the parking lot outside of Switzer. And mm -hmm. I wasn't going to say anything because I'm like, Reese Horn isn't going to acknowledge anyone. And then mm -hmm. you just, uh, you were just walking by yourself and you're just like, hey, how it's going? And I don't know. I just, mm -hmm. I feel like it's uncommon to run into like genuinely nice people. But even after this conversation, hey. I can tell. So, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Always. Yeah. So I will, um, is it okay if I tag you whenever I post about the yeah, episode? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to push that as well. And, uh, and, um, you know, have people watch it. I think it's a very, uh, very, it was a solid interview and I think people could learn a lot from it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Good luck with your yes, training. Sir, and yeah. With the return to the it, XFL. Man. Yep. Yeah.
Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Stay in touch, all right? Have a good yep. one. Yeah. All righty. Take care.